Welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Manhandle, and in this episode, I will recap the NFL games uh, from yesterday, Sunday, December 13th, 2020. And I will first start with the Packers as they defeated the Detroit Lions 31-24. to The Packers are 10-3, first in the NFC North, while the Lions are 5-8, fourth in the NFC North. Green Bay clinched the NFC North division title, and they now have the number one seed as they own the tiebreaker over New Orleans. Uh, Both are the same record, but the Packers defeated New Orleans head-to-head earlier in the season, so the Packers are the number one seed right now, uh, which is huge, especially with the number one seed getting the first round by uh, with the 17 playoff uh, expanded due to COVID. Uh, the only one seed in each conference gets a bye. So the Packers will need to win out um, and hold on to the one seed. Otherwise, if they lose or, or whatever the case may be, uh, they could be a little bit of a fluctuation between the number one seed. But the Packers control their own destiny is what I'm trying to say. And uh, they need to kind of take care of their own business and then they should be in good in good shape but the lions uh their their season kind of has been a struggle i mean they've had a head coaching change they've had the gm uh change it hasn't been a change yet but they've relieved their gm bob quinn of his duties so they're looking for a new gm and technically are looking for a head coach uh as they have uh daryl bevel uh who's the interim head coach who's maybe making a, a a uh, kind of a, a run at uh, the head coach next year, potentially if he does well. I mean, I know they lost yesterday, but they're an under 500 team and they didn't get blown out. So that's something to be said for uh, Daryl Bevel. Like I've mentioned, there's no nobody likes moral victories in sports, but they were competitive in the game against the Packers and they were playing against the team that was superior than them and uh they were able to hang in there and uh, make it close uh, towards the end but the packers were able to win as they got the late field goal from crosby uh the clutch field goal there and then uh the lions tried an onside kick and uh, i believe it went out of bounds so the penalty for not going 10 yards uh, came into play and then the packers were able to run out the rest of the clock and put the game on ice so the packers next uh have the Panthers. It'll be Saturday Night Football on the NFL, which is unusual, but I guess it's kind of expected because of COVID and uh, kind of the the adjustments and schedules and everything like that, trying to get everything uh, in for the game. So that will be the Packers' next opponent, and I believe the Lions have uh, the Titans next. So the stats uh, for both teams uh, in this one, some of the leaders, Aaron Rodgers, 290 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions, Devontae Adams over 100 yards, and a touchdown. And then for the Lions, uh, Matt Stafford, 244 yards passing, one touchdown. And then everywhere else is pretty balanced uh, as far as not a whole lot of stats jumping off the page uh, as far as that goes. So the Packers were victorious and move on to their next opponent, and the Detroit Lions uh, lost the game, so they'll move on uh, to their next game and then in the next game the bears defeated the texans 36 to 7 
The Texans are four and nine, third in their division, while the Bears are six and seven, third in their division. Just some notable stats from this one. Probably the biggest stat uh, out of the game was Mitchell Trubisky had a pretty good game for the Bears. Uh, he's been struggling with the Bears, as everybody knows. Uh, he's been struggling uh, as far as living up to the first round pick that they had. Uh, for him, but he did play uh, very well in this game. He threw for 267 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and David Montgomery over 100 yards rushing with a touchdown and then a touchdown in the receiving game as well as over 100 yards for Allen Robinson uh, leading the Bears there. The Texans, 219 yards passing out of Deshaun Watson, one touchdown, and that to me is probably the biggest takeaway from this game. The Bears defense, traditionally, they always have a good defense. And they were able to uh, do pretty well against Deshaun Watson. Uh, not uh, have him go crazy as far as stats go. Anything like over 300 yards, 400 yards. They were able to keep him around 200 yards, as I mentioned. And uh, that was a big key, uh, as, as well as their offense just being amazing and putting up 36 points as well. So... Uh, that is a recap of that game. And then in the next game, the Titans defeated the Jaguars 31-10. to The Titans are 9-4, first in their division. The Jaguars are 1-12, fourth in their division. Jaguars haven't won since week one, and their struggles have continued. And uh, some stats, uh, Tannehill for the Titans over 200 yards passing, two touchdowns. And Derrick Henry in the rushing game for the Titans doing Derrick Henry things over 200 yards rushing, two touchdowns, over 100 yards receiving, and a touchdown for A.J. Brown leading them into receiving. And then on the flip side, Gardner Minshew uh, took over after they took out Mike Glennon. And I believe I saw it today that uh, I believe ESPN's Field Yates uh, came out with a report that uh, Gardner Minshew will start the next game for the Jaguars. But in this game against the Titans, Gardner Minshew had 178 yards passing, one touchdown, and then everywhere else was pretty balanced. And a big thing for the Titans was they were able to contain uh, James Robinson, not let him go crazy uh, as far as stats go. He was held under 100 yards all-purpose in the game. So uh, he's a fantastic rookie running back uh, for the Jaguars, one of their lone bright spots in their season. So uh, he was relatively contained. Um by the Titans defense. And then in the next game, the Broncos defeated the Panthers 32 to 27. Denver is five and eight third in their division. Carolina is four and nine fourth in their division. Some of the stats uh, from this game, notable stats uh, that is Broncos drew lock 280 yards passing four touchdowns, no interceptions. And then everywhere else is pretty Balanced, uh, not really anything jumping out uh, to me. Uh, statistics, Melvin Gordon leading them in rushing. K.J. Hamler, the rookie from Penn State, uh, leading them in receiving. He had two touchdowns in his own right, actually, He, but he was under 100 yards, but still 86 yards, uh, which is pretty good uh, as far as that goes. And then Teddy Bridgewater, 283 yards passing, no touchdowns. But Mike Davis had two touchdowns on the rushing game, leading them in rushing, and Robbie Anderson led them in receiving. So this one was one where the Carolina Panthers were coming off a bye week, uh, so they were rested, but they almost came back in one. Uh, they were down late in the game. Uh, they, they almost uh, made, made an effort at, at 
potentially taking the lead late, but the Broncos uh, did enough to get the job done. And the Broncos, actually, you have to give them credit. I mean, they're 5-8, and eight, so that's not great, but they played the Chiefs uh, very tight in, in their game last week, and uh, the Chiefs won the game, but the, Bron- the Broncos were very competitive. And again, no more victories. Nobody likes more victories. You want to win the game, but they were very competitive for an under-500 team, and uh, they came back and won uh, against the Panthers. And then in the next game, the Cowboys defeated the Bengals 30-7. to uh, The Cowboys are 4-9, fourth in their division. The Bengals are 2-10-1, fourth in their division. Some notable stats uh, from this game. Cowboys, Andy Dalton uh, in his kind of return to his former team, uh, playing against his former team, that is, against the Bengals. He threw for 185 yards, two touchdowns. And everywhere else was pretty balanced, uh, led by Amar Cooper in receiving and Zeke Elliott in the running game. The Bengals actually did a pretty good job against Zeke Elliott, holding him to only 48 yards rushing. And then uh, Brandon Allen led the Bengals, uh, passing the ball, 217 yards, passing one touchdown. And everywhere else was pretty balanced uh, for the Bengals, nothing really popping out uh, statistics-wise. In the rushing or receiving category. So the Cowboys have had a tough year, but they got it done against a struggling team in the Bengals. The Bengals have had probably record-wise an even tougher year, and they've lost uh, their quarterback. The Cowboys, too, I could say, or anybody could say, lost uh, Dak Prescott. So these are two teams uh, going on backup quarterbacks. So it's been a tough season for both, but uh, the Cowboys were able to get it done. And then in the next game, the Chiefs defeated the Dolphins 33-27. The Chiefs are 12-1 first in their division. The Dolphins are 8-5 second in their division. Notable stats uh, for this game, the Chiefs, uh, Patrick Mahomes, he had three interceptions. So there's been a lot of talk about the MVP race and how Patrick Mahomes might have slid a little bit down just a touch uh, with the three interceptions uh, as compared to Aaron Rodgers, who a lot of people, and I agree, uh, probably leads the MVP uh, discussion, but there's still some weeks left and uh, some stuff to play out with that. But uh, Mahomes, uh, on the flip side, though, he did have the three interceptions, but he did throw for 393 yards, two passing touchdowns, one of the better quarterbacks in the game. Uh, just an amazing talent. And then they were led by Travis Kelsey over 100 yards in the receiving game. Uh, in the rushing game, n- nothing really standing out there uh, for the Chiefs. And then the Dolphins, uh, two attack of a little, over 300 yards passing, two touchdowns, and everywhere else is pretty uh, balanced. Nothing really popping out uh, in other categories. But this game uh, was one where the Chiefs were up by two two or three scores. Uh, so they kind of had the game a little bit in control at the time, but the Dolphins were fighting back and, and fighting back to make it a close game uh, to try and make an effort to win the game. Uh but uh, it was all for naught as the Chiefs were able to hold on and move to 12-1 and in the season. And then in the next game, the Cardinals defeated the Giants 26-7. The Cardinals are 7-6, third in their division. The Giants are 5-8, second in their division. The Cardinals, uh, Kyler Murray over 200 yards passing, one touchdown over 100 yards receiving for DeAndre Hopkins as far as notable stats on their end. And then for the Giants, over 100 yards passing for Daniel Jones, and everywhere else is pretty balanced as far as nothing um, 
too crazy uh, popping out uh, for other categories, statistically rushing and receiving. But this is a big win for the Cardinals. Uh, there were actually, before this game, kind of struggling a little bit and uh, kind of fighting for their playoff uh, hopes. And they're still in the playoff hunt. And they definitely, their margin for error is, is slim because they're seven and six. But uh, they, they could play well the rest of the year and, and get in the playoffs, uh, probably as a wild card team, as uh, they're in a loaded division themselves. I mean, the Rams. Seattle, uh, and I mean, I know that the 49ers are having a down year, but even when the 49ers are all healthy and all ready to go, that's probably the the uh, best division in football, you probably could say. Uh, and then the Giants, 5-8, uh, and eight, but they're in second in their division, the NFC East. And uh, on the flip side, one of the better divisions in football, the NFC West, while the NFC East is probably it, – it's – a division with teams that are under 500. So that's all I'll say with that. But uh, they're still fighting for playoff contention, and uh, they lost. They struggled in this one, as I mentioned. Uh, so they'll look to uh, regroup and try and fight for the playoff spot, uh, although right now the Washington football team uh, holds the advantage in that division. And then the Buccaneers defeated the Vikings 26-14. to uh, Tampa Bay 8-5, second in their division. Minnesota 6-7, second in their division. And the big story of this game was Dan Bailey. Three missed kicks, field goals, one missed, one missed extra point, and uh, definitely a tough day for him. But, I mean, if you look at Dan Bailey, his career, uh, more times than not, he's been able to get it done, but he's been struggling lately. Uh, and it's kind of a, a game on the NFL where it's kind of, it's understandable, but it's kind of, what have you done for me lately? And Dan Bailey lately has struggled for the Vikings and missed a lot of kicks in this one, as I mentioned. And I mean, you, you have the three field goals in the, in the, uh, extra point that he missed. That's 10 points total. So 10 points. He had that to the total 20, 26 to 24. Uh, they still would have lost, but Sometimes those types of things, they change the complexion of the game and, and the the play script, the game flow, everything else. I mean, situationally, uh, there's a lot that can be uh, adjusted based on the momentum of the game and everything like that. So the Vikings uh, are having a tough year, but uh, I believe they're still in the playoff picture, but they're kind of have not so good hopes of getting in. But the Buccaneers uh, are, are doing pretty well. I believe they came off a bye week into this one, and they won. So they were rested and healthy for the most part, and they were able to get it done. Dalvin Cook led the Vikings in rushing, uh, one of the better running backs in the game, over 100 yards. They were led in the receiving game by Irv Smith Jr., Kirk Cousins, over 200 yards passing, one touchdown. Tom Brady, over 100 yards, two touchdowns, very efficient. But the Vikings actually in this game uh, – did all right against Tom Brady. Uh, didn't let him go over 300 yards, but they still lost. Uh, and then they were led by Ronald Jones in the rushing game and Mike Evans in the receiving game. So that is the recap of that one. And then in the next game, the Colts uh, defeated the Raiders 44-27. to The Raiders recently have been struggling. Uh, they've started off the year really well. And then as with any NFL season, it's a lot of ups and downs. They've had a lot of struggles lately. 
as they're still in the playoff picture, but they're fighting and uh, they're in second in their division. The Colts are nine and four at second in their division. For them, statistically uh, speaking, for the Colts, Philip Rivers uh, had a pretty good game, over 200 yards passing, two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, the former Badger star, 150 yards rushing, two touchdowns. T.Y. Hilton led them in receiving. And then Derek Carr, over 300 yards passing, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And Nelson Aguilar, 100 yards, uh, leading them in receiving. uh, And also led by Josh Jacobs in the rushing game. And then in the next game, Seattle defeated the New York Jets, 40-3. Jets 0-13, fourth in the division. Seattle 9-4, second in the division. And in this one, notable stats uh, for both teams. The Seahawks had 206 yards passing out of Russell Wilson, four touchdowns, one interception, led by Chris Carson in the rushing game, led by DK Metcalf in the receiving game. Sam Darnold, over 100 yards passing, and everywhere else, uh, nothing really standing out, uh, statistically speaking. So the Jets' tough year continues. The Seattle Seahawks got the job done and are one of the better teams in the NFL and in the NFC. And the Chargers over the Falcons, 20 to 17. Uh, Chargers, 4 and 9, fourth in the, their division. Atlanta, 4 and 9, third in their division. Some notable stats uh, from this one Matt Ryan, 224 yards passing, three interceptions, one touchdown led in the rushing game by Edo Smith, led in the receiving game by one of the fantastic young receivers, Calvin Ridley, over 100 yards there. And I believe he also had a touchdown. Yes, he also had a touchdown. Uh, in the receiving game. And then on the flip side, the fantastic rookie uh, quarterback, Justin Herbert, uh, one of the better rookies uh, in the game, Uh, 243 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception, led in both the rushing and receiving game by Austin Eckler. And then in the next game, probably the shocking result of the day as the Eagles defeated the Saints. Uh, Jalen Hurts started the game, rushed, and passed each for 100 yards for a total of over 200 yards all-purpose. I uh, had a good game. Uh, he took over for the, car, the struggling Carson Wentz and uh, led the Eagles to victory as they are 4-8-1, third in their division. The Saints are 10-3, first in their division. Some notable stats from that game I kind of alluded to. Uh, some of the stats uh, as far as Jalen Hurts goes, uh, but... They also got over 100 yards out of Miles Sanders and two touchdowns, and Jalen Rager led them in the receiving game. Taysom Hill threw for over 200 yards, 291 yards to be exact. Two touchdowns, one interception. They were led by Kamara in the rushing game and led by Michael Thomas in the receiving game. Uh, Big key for the Eagles, uh, one of the many reasons they won was they did a pretty good job overall not letting Alvin Kamara, one of the better running backs in the game, go crazy and led them and uh, held him under 100 all-purpose yards. So they got the job done there. And then the Washington football team defeated the San Francisco 49ers, 23-15. The Washington football team is at first in the NFC East, 6-7 and seven for a record. The Niners are 5-8, and eight, fourth in their division. Some notable statistics from this one. The Washington football team had two quarterbacks in the game, Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins, and both under 100 yards passing. But it was a team effort for the uh, Washington football team. A big reason why they won was their defense. It's been a pretty good defense overall this season. 
and uh, had a good game again against the Niners. And then Nick Mullins uh, threw for 260 yards passing. Raheem Mostert led them in rushing. And then Brandon Ayuk, one of the better receivers in the game from a rookie standpoint, uh, led them in receiving. So the Niners have had a lot of injuries, and every team's had a lot of injuries, but the Niners have had a lot of key injuries to their uh, high-salaried players, and they've just had a tough go of it uh, this year. And they lost in the game against the Washington football team. And then in the final game from Sunday's action, the Bills defeated the Steelers 26 to 15. The Bills 11, or rather, the Bills are 10 and 3. The Steelers is what I'm getting at 11 and 2, uh, both first in their division. This was a pretty good game on Sunday night football. Uh, Josh Allen continued his fantastic season uh, and had a pretty good uh, game uh, for the Bills. He. Threw for 238 yards passing, two touchdowns. They were led by Zach Moss in the rushing game, led by Diggs, Stephon Diggs in the receiving game. And then Ren Roethlisberger, 187 yards passing, two touchdowns, two interceptions. James Conner led the Steelers, although with only 18 yards in the rushing game. And then Juju Smith-Schuster led them in receiving. So two of the better teams in the NFL and in the AFC uh, matching up against each other. The, The Bills got the better. Of the Steelers, the Steelers lost their first game of the year last week against the Washington football team, and then they lost this week against a very good Bills team. And uh, both teams are going to be in the playoffs uh, and uh, probably high seeds in the playoffs as the Chiefs are the top seed in the AFC, but they will be uh, probably two, three uh, seeds in the AFC, for sure top four, uh, as the playoff picture is uh, still being Figure it out uh, as far as the kind of the fringier teams on the outside looking in. But that is a recap from that game. So that'll about do it, though, for another edition of Big A Sports Show, available anywhere you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Adam Manhandle. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. All my past episodes, if you list, missed any, go back and listen in the archives to those. I hope they uh, look for all my future episodes, as I always try to do a good job uh, covering a variety of sports for my podcast big a sports show and i thank you all for your consistent listening uh and it's been great i look forward to getting even better uh and if you want to subscribe to my show you can subscribe to my show otherwise keep looking for it and tracking it down the way you've been doing uh if you want to continue to spread the word about my show you can continue to spread the word about my show and i uh, thank you all again for listening have a great rest of your day and i will talk with you all again very soon Again, another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Edhandle.